You're listening to Please Save Me. Please Save Me is the official recap podcast of Chicago Heroes, network TV's number one drama. Chicago Heroes is definitely a real TV show, but you won't find it in any TV guide. And if you don't watch it, that's that's your your problem. problem. Hey, excuse me? Huh? Hey, can I uh, get the keys to the bathroom? Oh, you got to order something? Uh, yeah, I'll, uh, I'll order something after. Can I just get the keys? No, you got, we have a strict policy. You got to order something before you can go to the bathroom. Okay, um. Bathrooms for paying customers only. Um. So. Hey, hang on a second, Sarah. Uh, how much can I get for, um, $3 and 42 cents? Uh, they just do pictures on the register, so I don't know. I don't have the numbers. All right. Uh, do you want me to press beef, something? Uh, can I get a beef and cheddar? That's going to be... How much money did you say you had? Uh-huh. Does that change how much it costs? <laughs> I have $3.42. Okay. Can I get a beef and cheddar? That's going to be $3.42. All right, fine. Uh, do you want I, a, a combo meal with that? Listen, I don't, I don't even need... Just, you don't even need to give me the sandwich. Can we I have a special ch- deal this month where you can get a combo for just an extra 50 cents. Listen, man, can I just get the keys to the fucking bathroom? I'm sorry. I'd work minimum wage and I don't really have a nice life. So if you could actually please be a little nice to me, I'd really appreciate it. Ben. Sarah, ben, hang on. Keys. Sarah, hang on. Can I get the keys to the bathroom, Gary? His equipment is so heavy. Yeah. I'll get you the keys. You got to pay something first. You beef and cheddar? I sl- I'm sliding the money across the, the counter money. to you right now. I don't hear Stop it. holding your hand out and making me put it in your hand. I don't, I don't I can't, I can't tell if it's real. Are if you going to make me hand. count these coins out <sighs> one by one? Give me the fucking keys to the bathroom. This is $3.42. I'm what crumbling. Do you not understand, Okay, Gary? I do understand. I'm just trying to be make sure you have a good restaurant experience. You don't want any curly fries? I do not want any. Just the sandwich. Okay. Just the sandwich. Okay, then why didn't you say so in the first place? Here you go. <laughs> That'll be order number 31. Okay, thank you. Sarah, I got the keys. <sighs> okay, I'm hurting. Okay, come on, let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. You can only one customer at a time. Listen, Sarah, don't don't come in right after me, okay? Just keep, just hang on. Okay, to the... but I'm not even the one who locked us out of the trailer. Just hang on to the equipment for one sec, okay? <sighs> I'm going to go in first, come in after me, and we'll get set up. <clears throat> you got to take a side. You know what makes me really sick to my stomach? What? Is watching you stuff your face with those hot dogs. If you see me coming, you better run because I'm gonna lay the fuck down! Nobody, I mean nobody, puts ketchup on a hot dog. Smells like courage. Strap in and ride the airwaves, hero heads, because it's your hosts with the mosts. I am Ben Flores. I'm Sarah Black. And you are listening to Please Save Me. It is your weekly breakdown of television's number one drama, television's number one comedy, television's number one procedural, and television's number one show, Chicago Heroes. Ugh, Ben, I love this freaking show. I gotta say it. I love this show. It's number one with the critics. It's number one in our hearts. And uh, this is the number one part of my week is talking about it. 
I've been looking forward to it uh, every single day of the week. I buy a new, I cross every day off of the week until Sunday night. I have an advent calendar and in each day it's um, a, a pizza roll and I heat it up in the microwave and then I chomp on it and then um, I, uh, then it, uh, by the time I get here, a whole... <laughs> I eat a whole frozen pizza. That's this is the one day a week I can eat a whole frozen pizza, and it's also the day that we talk about my favorite show. Go to www.diyadventcalendars.com/slash. That Chicago. You can go to either www.diyadventcalendars.com/slash. Please save me, or www.diy adventcalendars.com slash hashtag that Chicago feeling. Yeah, it's just a redirect. Just make sure you put an apostrophe at the end of feeling as always uh, and you can get uh, 15% on to your next DIY advent calendar. (laughs) They will tack 15% onto that calendar order for you (laughs) at checkout if you use offer code that Chicago feeling. Or please save me. That is 15% extra that you pay. They will not add 15% extra advent windows. We have had some people upset about that and we want to clarify. Right, right, right. Great job. But yeah, tonight, real humdinger of an episode. It, uh, so far, my favorite episode. It's unbelievable that they continue to top themselves and, uh, they do it, and um, this one, they blew it out of the water. They uh, they really... Uh, there must have been a magic man that made this episode. Yep. They pretty much uh, did an Aveda Kedavra on my heart at some of the more tense moments. Uh, I need to go to the Aveda salon and get my hair recolored because it all f- uh, I was yanking it out from stress. <laughs> this was a great episode. Uh, yes, it was magic, one could say. Yeah, it was a little uh, virtual trip to the Magic Kingdom. Uh, not literally, of course, but uh, there was um, sort of magic and witches and wizardry running all through the episode. And I felt as though I'd been taken to sort of a, a magical land, which, when you really think about it, is the power of the small screen in action. Yes. Pretty much every single Sunday night on this network. That is true. That is true. And speaking of magic, uh, it's kind of a magic trick in and of itself that we got this guest on the show this week. Sorry, I keep hitting the microphone. It's kind of magic in and of itself that we even have this guest on the show this week. Uh, I would say that we bowled our lucky strike this week getting this guest booked. Yes, it's a turkey. (laughs) And so without any further ado, we will go ahead and uh, bid this little A-B chat adieu and bring C into the mix. So here is... A-B, see yourself into this conversation, Ian Erickson. Hey, thank you so much for having me. And also just off the top, I just kind of wanted to say if the mics picked it up, that was my phone ringing at the top of the show. And I do want to apologize for that. This guy just got... A hold of my number and he just will not stop blowing my shit up who is the guy he's just some fucking e-trader and he's trying to and i'm not talking about a terminator benedict arnold i'm talking about uh he's he trades online he uh, crypto oh. he keeps trying to get me to talk about his earnings and in you know if i want to make the lambos and if i want to go to moon um and it just it's just like okay yeah i do i do want all this stuff i do want to make more money but it's like like I have a, a life. 
Yeah. You know, I can't take your call every second. And he'll like text me like when there's like a, he'll like text me when there's like a plane crash in like another country. And he'll say like Ericsson in all caps. And he'll go like, there was a plane crash that happened. And I'm like, oh man. Oh, and, like I don't know the guy very well. Oh. But he's like, oh, Wait, there was another school shooting. And it's like, He's like texting me all of these like bad news things. Does Wait. he want you to capitalize on market imbalances? No, he's like he. I think he's just kind of like a lonely guy. Are you sure this isn't just like a CNN push update? No, I'm pretty sure because that was him on the phone, and like I can show you the text. But like he's like, my dude, that looks just like a that's like a news headline. I know it looks like, well. This guy's probably well. I think this guy probably just like is on CNN and like when he sees a new news story, like oh, my, you know, my friend f- died in a volcano, and it's like, I'm so- like that sucks, and like I would love to talk about that sometime, but like you can't text me like five of these in a row, and, and so, it's like all bad news too. So we got a glimpse at your phone there. So what is the name that is showing up on there? Is it kun.com? Kun. Is it kun.com? Is that the guy's name? I feel like this is kind of like a, you're leading me on like a gotcha like set of questions. We're not engaged no, in I don't, any. Like, I don't want no, 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 gotcha no. casting, no, 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 gotcha no. podcasting no, 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 here. No, no, no. We want everybody to be comfortable in this Ar- Arby's bathroom. So, uh, Ian. Did you guys, did that guy make you order something at the counter too? I had like a little over like I like $3 and I just got like a beef and cheddar and he kept trying to sell me on this like combo deal that they had special for the month. Sorry, man. There's no service in here. I was trying to text you that I would uh, hold the bathroom key out to you through the door, but uh, he didn't even give me a key. He's like, someone's in there. Just go in. And it's like, what? Like where, where, like what? (laughs) Like, I know things have been a little crazy since the 2016 election, but uh, what universe are you in, dude? Maybe what's happening is that he's charging people a fee to use the bathroom to do drug deals just so that he can make some sort of profit for the company off of that. Anyway, Ian um, Ian is really special to us. I think Ian is probably a guest that we couldn't in our wildest dreams even think about securing for this podcast because Ian is the uh, great-grandson of the author who wrote the book that um, Chicago Heroes is very loosely based on. Um, his name I'm is- glad you said very loosely because it, it, like, it is very loosely based. It's like very loosely based. Sure. Do you, like, um, do you ever see Workaholics? Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, they do this really funny. It's so funny this thing they do, but they go when something's really cool. They'll go like, mm, they'll go, mm, tight butthole, and this is kind of a very loose, like loose butthole, and that it's very loosely related to that. I love that connection. I love the way that I thought that I was going to get an example of how <laughs> workaholics was loosely based on something. I mean, they're like but loose you just guys. Really wanted to work that word loose in there. Yeah. So that makes sense to yeah. me. Yeah. Yeah. I say yeah. bazinga when something is cool. Oh. Have you ever heard that phrase of something, something, something at night, sailor's delight? Oh. And then the loose lips sink ships. Oh. Well, this is like that. Loose. This is exactly like that. But this podcast is tight. So I'm going to talk about who your great, uh, great grandfather yep. was. Edward Alden. Yeah, uh, Edward Alden was my great grandfather. And he kind of, you know, Chicago was kind of just a small harbor town and like the, you know, mid 19th century and he was kind of around when the city was kind of kind of upscaling to this bigger place and as you can imagine when a city grows you know <laughs> there's going to be stories and then when there's stories there's heroes 
And so he kind of wrote these... It was actually, you know, you said loosely based on... It was a book loosely based... It was actually... Um, he wrote a series of playing cards. And the playing cards, he would kind of write... The book was written on a series of playing cards. Oh. And he kind of wrote little stories for each kind of card. Like, that's kind of a different character. Oh. And so... But, you know, once he went... Like, it took a little while. But uh, once he got to all 52 cards, he's like... I. Huh. Just kind of shuffling. He was kind of shuffling through. He's like, huh. like, hmm. He's kind of like, huh. I kind of got something here. Yeah, and then he just stapled them together and published it as his first book. Yeah, and well, that book. Got- uh, can you remind me of the book's name? Yes. Um. Well, <laughs> uh, it, the book's name was. Do you remember what? Do you remember that old that old dock that was shut down recently but it was like kind of a historical yeah the chicago dock, dock. yeah the chicago dock yeah well oh, he, yeah never forget it never forget the chicago dock never well they sell those the t-shirts now if you sell those t-shirts down at the site of the old chicago dock uh never forget the chicago dock yeah um um yep. well he spent a lot of time fishing over there and so pulling up old bicycles right not no not no but he spent a lot of time fishing. Not, no, so would that be a yes, yes, baby, or a, yes, or a maybe? I didn't say yes. It's definitely a maybe. Well, I'm not. Definitely I wasn't maybe there. Starring Ryan. Reynolds. I, you know, I, I know I got these crow's feet and I got these bags under my eyes. I, I wasn't there, but so your he, eyes are your eyes are baggy like a pair of jinkos. Oh wow! A and those good, crow's feet are those. Uh, I thought that was stage makeup. Quote the Raven, nevermore. I was just going to go like a mystery science theater reference. But he didn't have feet because he was a puppet. What's your the great, book called? Your great-grandpa was a puppet? No, but he did, you know, he did do the local puppet show down in when it, in Chicago. Because it it's like you need entertainment. There's this big, you have more and more people coming into these harbors and kind of mm-hmm. trading. And this mm-hmm. was technically before um, temperance. This is before the alcohol ban. Mm. Prohibition, as some call it. But he kind of was around for that, and he wrote these stories on these playing cards. You'd kind of gamble with these. Th- yep. these. What was the book called? I'm I'm getting to that. And so he would gamble with these kind of salt types, these fishermen, and uh, he'd be fishing, and he'd kind of shuffle out the cards, and they'd kind of pick up a card, and kind of be like, "Oh, what's this card about?" And so it was a little story. But people, there weren't a lot of literate people back then, so they couldn't really read as much. So they were kind of short the picture stories. Is worth a thousand words. Yes. I was actually just thinking about that the other day. But the book was called, um, it was called Alden's Heroes. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because it was about different people he met. But he didn't necessarily like all, and some of them, he didn't like all the heroes. And also some of the cards, some of the playing cards were anti-heroes. The ah, opposite of a hero. Walter White. Oh, I had kind of a little theory about Walter White. Was Walter White. White from those cards? No, he wasn't. Okay. He was a what total What about Avenger. Don Draper? What about Dom DeLuise? Dom DeLuise was from those cards, right? No, he wasn't. Okay. What about the Joker? There was a Joker um, playing card. And there was kind of a Joker hero that he kind of wrote, and um, that actually did become the Joker from the de- de- Detective Comics. Mm, detective. Something almost sinister about that. Well, Hero Heads, tonight's episode put a smile on our face because uh, it was all about the wizarding world of magic, street magic. And so 
it's actually kind of interesting that we have uh, the yeah. that we have Ian yeah. Erickson, the great grandson of Edward Alden, who published these uh, Alden's Heroes playing cards. Which and now, now they they kind of you know you know once people realize kind of how cool like because these these are these playing cards. They got. They eventually ended up in the hands of some, you know, some professor at University of Chicago, and he looked at these and like, oh, these are the classic fifty-two archetypes of, you know, your character in a hero's tale. Any given, yeah, those character. classic fifty-two archetypes it's that every author uses in every work. Yeah, yeah and no one. I'm an INFJ. I'm an ENFP. And Ian, what are you? A JACK off. <laughs> I'm just kidding, buddy. We are so glad to have you Thank here. Thank you so much. Um, I'm not, I, you know, I'm a little distracted because I'm still getting these texts. And uh, Dude, if you just turn off your push notifications, you'll stop getting No, them. but he just told me it was uh, Marilyn Monroe's birthday a couple days ago. And that's kind of like happy news from him. But then he follows that text up with, um, she died of drugs. Happy birthday, Mrs. President. All right, President. <laughs> um. As somebody who gets uh, super horned up about close-up magic, this episode was it meant a lot to me. Uh, it, uh, Filmed entirely in close-up shots because it's close-up magic. Yep. Well, it didn't hurt that they got Chalamet to be the magician. Did not hurt at all. It didn't hurt at all. Uh, picturing just head and hands, head and hands, head and hands. Ooh, that's all I think about when I think about Timmy. Throw a peach in there and <laughs> got yourself a Saturday night. Absolutely, uh, and uh, and he did uh, make that peach. Uh, he did. F- he made it disappear. Made, yeah, he made that peach uh, disappear. So there was nothing left but the pit, and nothing uh, left but the pit, and some moist, wet lips. Uh, Speaking of moist, le- wet lips, uh, I love Timothy Chalamet. Big, uh, big kiss. Speaking of up moist, wet lips, where uh, he, the Joker, he cuts them. He does, yeah. He does. Uh, he does cut him up, and there was a lot of sort of Joker iconography, kind of Joker motifs in this episode. Um, yeah, a lot of um, t- tattered suits, a lot of uh, greasy. Uh, and that's a direct pull. That's a direct pull from my great grandpappy's stories. Ah, it was tattered suits were part of kind of the culture. The that time. makes sense. That makes sense. Um, I feel like we should probably say what the name of this episode was before we get in a little bit deeper. Yes. Uh, there was a little bit of foul play in this episode. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. There was a um, there was taken a life. Yeah. And the episode... Not going to end up in the rescue report. No. That, that, uh, that sad, sappy fellow will not end up at the end of our sode. Uh, but this sode of Chicago Heroes was called Hocus, Hocus Crocus. Crocus. Whoa. Just a little play on words, something that the uh, producers of this show <laughs> like to do uh, every week. Uh, and that is the inside scoop. It is the producers who name this show uh, every week. Yeah, um, yeah. And uh, continuing their streak of really interesting, really highbrow, really uh, puzzling names that have a lot of different meanings depending on what you're thinking about within the context of the um, episode and within the context of your relationship to the show and within the context of your own relationships in your real life and in the context of like what idioms you're familiar with and like what rhymes and what puns are. And uh, yeah, this was just like another one that knocked it out of the park in terms of like being really smart and like having a lot to say without like saying very much 
if that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, Hocus Crocus is the kind of name of a TV show that stupid, dumb uh, people with bad taste would probably say is not good, but it's the kind of name that smart, intelligent people with a lot of education and a depth of sort of feeling and analysis would say is uh, more than meets the eye. And can I be honest with you? I wish, yes, I've actually, please do. I, I've actually thought that before. You thought about uh, the... Hocus what you just said. Wow. Yeah. Uh, well, there is a reason that we had you on, and it is because you are firing on all cylinders, just like these producers with these names. Stick another hundo on the scale, because they're batting 1,100. Is that good? Well, I think that the max you can bat is 1,000, uh, and yet somehow every week with every single aspect of this show... They're they giving it 110%. Giving it 110%. Nice. That's in terms I understand. Yes. Uh, this show goes to 11, so to speak. Uh, so the in the episode, we have a death right off the top. Um, you see... Some- and also, I'm sorry. Can I just... Can I honestly be honest for a second? Please I wish do. you would. When my great-grand... When Edward Alden, my great-grandpapper, when he wrote the story... He never intended it for it to be a TV show. No, it wasn't well, yeah, a story. Well, yeah, TV didn't really? exist. Wait, what? Well, just when you think about it, was it really a story? It well, he kind of did like... 52 separate 52 descriptions separate... that he shuffled into any order he pleased. But he would kind of... What he found out was kind of cool is he would shuffle the decks and he'd start to deal out the cards. And then as cards were dealt out, it'd be like, oh, so you got Black Jack meeting up with Diamond 7. And that's kind of that kind of is its own little mini arc, but as he was writing this, he was like, you know, I, he didn't even know what a TV was. Well, TV didn't exist then, right? And I think this show is going to get fifty-two card picked up for another season based on how good this episode was. I agree. I absolutely agree. Uh, and uh, but um, who knows whether we'll be see? We certainly won't be seeing. Uh, Timothy Chalamet again as this character. Yeah, because he he dead. He gone. He uh, died in a freak magic accident while doing a live stream. Was that on uh, Twitch? Uh, he was Twitch streaming. But they uh, had to change the name so like they didn't. So it wasn't like a copyright thing. Yeah, it was itch.tv. It was itch. Itch.tv. Oh, that's yeah. really cool. I love that. And uh, I have an itch to see more of that uh, beautiful baby face. Uh, but he died. Well, I think he's been recast. Uh, I think that he's already been recast once. Um, this is, I think, this is his second character that he's played on uh, Chicago Heroes. So I think there's a good chance, yeah, that we will see him again. He transforms himself so thoroughly every time that I sometimes forget that he's already been on the show. So I guarantee he'll be back, and I think that's cool. Again, this is kind of like a cool. Um, I think like if you've heard the term, if you're like familiar with the term Easter egg, I think it's a cool Easter egg that like the producers and the writers keep putting in the show that Timothy Chalamet is playing like all these different characters, and it's like one of those things I feel like a really smart, informed viewer of culture and television like that you really get like and that makes sense and that is cool and that is like a little bit smarter than like what other tv shows are doing but anyway he died doing a live stream of magic and it was super tragic and you like watch you're watching it and it's just like some random person like watching it on their computer in their bedroom and And they're all waiting for the prestige yeah there was they 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 because there's three parts on a good trick yes any good magic trick has three components there's the trick the reveal and and then the prestige. The prestige. Yeah. 
everyone was waiting for that prestige, but uh, in this case, the prestige was death. Can you explain to me what the prestige is? Because I right. thought it was just so a trick and a so, treat. Well, no, for every good magic trick has three components. First part is the trick. Then it's the reveal. And then you the prestige is the third part, and that's when you bring it all back together. Uh, the prestige in this case was murder. So uh, we've got Timothy Chalamet, this sort of um, like real, really one of these kind of up and coming millennial type magicians who was really aggressively um, kind of debunking magic as he was doing it. Yeah, it was um, like that guy in the 90s who had that television show. I don't remember what it was called, but he was a guy that was like telling you how to do all these famous magic tricks and like really breaking them down. Uh, and then you could like learn how to do those magic tricks and then it made you cool. Yeah, and there were like a lot of um a lot of sort of like catchphrases, a lot of sort of use of like Oh, he was like, a catchphrase magician. Like sort of close up um in the close up they still put it in like sort of a fisheye lens so that Timothy Chalamet was getting right up in it like yes. he was in a Limp Biscuit music video. <laughs> yeah. You know? That and, was really cool cuz then I could see his perfect flawless skin and um he was like growing a little mustache at that point in time and I could see those tiny little baby hairs come and think about what it would be like to maybe brush my face up against them all while he was just doing some close-up magic and kind of exposing the truth behind some of the world's most famous magic tricks and I think the most magic in this entire episode is just uh the magic of Timothy Chalamet's on-screen charisma and of course we are still crossing our fingers that they're going to release chicago heroes in vr put that stuff over my face well one thing they've kind of been doing it's kind of a crossover between it's not like true vr but one they've been doing is they've been teaming up with firehouse subs and so you can get a chicago heroes hero and so they kind of have a sandwich based off of every it's character it's kind of like vr well, yeah. what they do to honor I mean, my... When you really think about it, well, it's kind of like VR. Well, to right? honor my grandpapper is they've been handing out playing cards with every single sandwich. And on the playing card, instead of the little note, they have a little QR code that you can scan with your phone. You slide your phone into Google Cardboard, and it, ki- it, it kind of works as like a VR, and you can kind of see the character. It kinda, like, you know how they had like oh, the 3D yeah. graphic on like a notebook? You're really trying to get these cards going. Aren't you? I'm not because it's kind not of so money much. Are you seeing on the back end of these cards? I mean, because uh, the points just... I'm getting on the back end is really good, and it's like honestly, I suspected. I'm so far. Like I, if I can be honestly with you for a second, I I'm, wish you would. Can I be honestly? I'm honestly, I'm so far removed from kind of this whole thing. Like this is more kind of my dad's vague with his business. Um, he and he talks. To, we have a family friend who's a lawyer, and they've been kind of talking turkey with the producers over at Chicago Heroes, kind of the network execs. And it's really, I mean, I get part of it. I get part of it. So but when you say that you're not really involved, is that by choice, or is that sort of may? You know, I've never really thought about it. Have you been cut out? No, like I get money from my dad whenever I want. Oh, how old are you? Seventy seven. Seventy seven years old. And wow. you don't look a day under uh you don't look a day under seventy-seven. Yeah, don't I don't look a day under the under six feet under the ground. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But those crow's feet in those bags. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We should have known from the crow's feet in the bags, uh that you were uh, 77. Lucky, <laughs> lucky number 77. Ooh. I, yep. Maybe cut that one. Do I have that power? Uh, no. 
Okay. You don't have editing power over this. We won't send you a rough cut. Okay. Um, okay. Wait, so do you or don't you make money off of the playing card I thing? I get money from it. But I'm like It's not... so weird that you rephrase make money off of it to get money every time that we ask you. Yeah. Yeah, because I'm like... I guess like, the, the implication is you do no work for this, right? Really not really just at absolutely all. Really not really at all. Won't do a lick of work. It's to... not really mine. Like, I think when my dad dies, like, I might get more power, but my our, our attorney... Wait, how old is your dad? My dad is... He's in his, he's in his early, mid-60s. Hmm. What a tangled web we weave. Just like the uh, <laughs> narrative arcs of Chicago, Chicago heroes. heroes. In particular, uh, the um, sort of um, cl- the club of uh, old time magicians. The guild. The magician. The Yes, the guild. Um, the uh, Conjurers Guild. The Chicago Conjurers Guild that we saw in tonight's episode. The CCG. Who were, trying to kind of evade and duck and dodge around the uh, the um, sure-footed gumshoeing of the Chicago police in this episode. Sued. Um, it, yep. This <laughs> episode suit suit studio. Yeah. Um, they uh, snuck around and... Uh, I mean, I don't want to spoil anything for you, but if you're listening to this episode, you've probably already watched the show, but they're the ones who committed the murder and then they made it, they framed it to look like he killed himself doing a trick, but they actually killed him uh, during the live stream. So it's pretty gruesome. And the way they killed him is with magic. So we never really figure out, like, we never really figure out, like, how they... (laughs) Yeah, it was a really um, bold narrative choice that the writers pulled this week uh, in deciding never to actually reveal the method of um, death. They kind of left it up to the viewer's imagination. That's what I love about this show. What do you think the coroners said? Um, well, I did see the there was a there was supernatural a, causes. Yes, there was a quick uh, scan uh, close up. There's a quick close up scan over the uh, coroner's report that said uh, died of supernatural causes in uh the um just at the very end of the episode yeah uh, i oh, think I you had, that. yeah you were sneezing you closed your eyes and uh for the sneeze uh we got to work on that well uh, it's impossible I myself to, of course had uh, it's impossible to sneeze with your eyes open. well i myself of course had um surgery that does allow me oh, of course to keep my eyes open when i sneeze really yeah uh, because i don't want to miss a thing and um it's working out for me oh yeah. wow Yep, and when I sneeze, I close my eyes for a full 15 seconds, so um, I miss a lot. I miss a lot of things. And she closed her eyes and counts to 15. Yep. I go, achoo, two, three. Do you count out loud or just in your head? Five. No, I say it out loud. Okay. But you're musically trained, so you always do leave off that one, because you're just like you always <laughs> just like, achoo, two, two. Three, four, it would maybe five, should six, a deer, a female. What, what kind of makes sense is if you did one, sun, a twelve, if you started, a thirteen, a fourteen, I call myself. What would kind of make sense is if you, you like right before you sneeze, you went one, a two, three, because a two rhymes with two, so you could kind of do. Well, that is just the kind of great idea that uh, Daddy's little boy can come up with. Are isn't you patronizing it? me? <laughs> I wouldn't believe that you would. Uh, I'm have... sorry. Uh, that mm, I don't know how I felt about that. Daddy's little uh, boy. Daddy's little boy. 
wearing Asian overalls, dog. wearing your Oshkosh Bagosh overalls. Big straw hat. Big straw hat. <laughs> I got a fistful <laughs> of grass in Wait, my mouth. Wait, you have freckles painted across your nose? Some of them are painted. Mm. And those just had some extra ones painted. And in those there. big juicy wet lips. And those big juicy bags and curls. <laughs> This episode actually was one of the original, it was kind of based, because, you know, like, it's written on playing cards, and it's the 52 archetypes of your classic story, your your classic your classic characters, tropes. And thank you for clarifying that. We uh, Yeah, like Chaucer. Just in case any, in case anyone is tuning in to the uh, episode right Wait, now. Wait, is it Chaucer or Chaucer? Ch- uh, Chaucer. Chaucer. Chaucer? Chaucer. Chaucer. It's Chaucer. I think I'm you guys are thinking of Chicago Chowder. Uh <laughs> Aren't you thinking of Chicago Chowder down at the no uh, Chaucer? Well, they he s- wrote books. Chaucer. I'm pretty sure I'm thinking about Chicago Chowder. Well, which now you've s- got me thinking about Chicago Chowder. The Chicago Chowder that they served down at the old Chicago dock. Yep, on Navy Pier oh, at Bubba Gump have- Shrimp Company. That's what it says on the back of the uh, Chicago. The Chicago dock. Never forget the Chicago dock shirt is on the back. It says, "Wish I had a cuppa," cuppa. and it shows a um, <laughs> cup of that. That frothy hot, Chicago, frothy. hot frothy Chicago chowder. So fa- it was so mm. famous. Mm. It's still mm. famous. In our mm. Famous mm. soup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you guys um, are hearing about Chicago chowder for the first time and you're wondering like where you might be able to find it in the city, like if you're ever coming on the Chicago Heroes tour of um, Chicago, um, a good place to stop by would be Sullivan's Bar. Uh, they still have it on tap. Sully's. 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 Sully's for short is, of course, uh, what mm, maybe uh, sort of noobs to the Chicago Heroes game might call it. Yeah. Uh, those who respect the real heroes who work for their money call it Sully's because they know that a uh, penny saved is a penny earned. Yeah, well, I was you... kind of making, I was kind of poking fun at that, and I actually knew that. Okay. Well, is that it's your like... whole thing? No. Sort of tearing down society, sort of... Um... No, my whole thing, honestly, is getting another cup of that mm, soup. Because when you ask me what I want for lunch, I'll go, mm, I'll have a Sullivan's again, please. Well, speaking of mm, soup, uh, Sarah, why don't you go ahead and uh, tell us a little bit more about that soup? Well, I was just going to say something to Ian, and it's something that you should really put into your brain and never let it leave, which is um, when you call Sully, the Sullivan's Sully's, it's like... Um, would you ever call your country a cunt? You know, you can't, you can't just shorten it. It's disrespectful and it's a slur to shorten it is all I'm saying. Anyway, if you want to get some Chicago chowder, um, just head to Sullivan's and say, I'll have a cuppa. I think that that is as good a place as any for us to go ahead and, uh, take a break for our sponsors. Uh, so let's hear from them. Hey, Hero Heads, this is Sarah from this episode of Please Save Me. Our sponsor today is you, as always. Please rate and review us on iTunes. Ben's dad gave us four stars. Hey, Ben, do you have a review for us? Yes, uh, I do, in fact. I have a review from The Portman on uh, iTunes, who headlined their review, Hilarious! Exclamation point, and gave the show five stars. The Portman says, this show is really effing funny. Uh, And they didn't use the real word. They wrote effing. Sarah and Ben are just really funny, great improvisers. The whole thing had me hooked from the start. And it's just a great, fun podcast and very easy listen. Their guests are awesome, too. Highly recommend. 
Well, thank you very much, uh, The Portman. We wouldn't want to make it a hard listen for you like so many of those other podcasts, which can be challenging to slog your way through, and uh, you end up in a feverish sweat by the end of them. So we don't want to do that to you. And we're glad to hear that all of our hard work and preparation and all the prep work we do every single week is really paying off. So thank you to you, The Portman, and please rate and review us on iTunes. Thanks. Back to the episode. So as we were saying, you know, not not a lot of plot in tonight's episode. Um, but hey, wait, wait, wait. I want to talk about the plot that made, meant the most to me. Okay, so you guys probably know I'm always looking out for the romance in this show. And um, I'm one of those people who, like, if a movie doesn't have a kiss in it, it's not even worth my time. So I've been waiting for the kisses all season, and I know they're about to happen. But we got kind of close to this episode because Samantha Bolt's Sandra Bullock, the chief of police, had been on a couple dates um, with this guy. And the episode um, right after the death kind of um, segues into her coming home from a date with this guy. It seems like it's maybe a second or third date. Like he's, they're going to invite each other in and they're going to have a nightcap, so to speak. And um, uh, Sandra Bullock's character, Queen of Hearts. And uh, so she they, invites from, him from in. From the cards? Yeah, 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 from the cards. And so she invites him in. There's probably a smooch. There's maybe some uh, hanky-panky. And, uh, but then we kind of see it end there. But... Little do we know, that is one of the guys in the guild. That's one of the magicians. And um, it's. I think that's like such a crazy twist is that she sees this guy and once the crime is solved and she's like rounding him all up and cuffing him and he goes, come over here. Why don't you cuff me? And she was like, oh my God. Yeah. And yeah. She's she pulls like, his... Uh, his uh mask off of his she pulls his face off of his face sort yeah. of mission impossible style yeah and sees that it's the guy that she's been seeing also i have to say if you're rounding up a bunch of magicians and trying to send them to jail maybe don't put them in handcuffs maybe find something a little bit uh stronger and a little bit of something that isn't like a classic thing that a magician can get out of by the end of that scene it was just close up close up close up close up of every single one of them in order just picking their just picking their handcuffs and slipping out of them effortlessly and and then it kind of showed their feet uh feet scampering away down the street because uh samantha bolts was entangled in yeah her. yeah and, and and this show isn't really big on physical comedy but wow what a hilarious bit watching her like trying to run around and be like no 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 no, and try to like recuff them and then they're like all getting out of the way it felt very much like watching a game of tapper if you're familiar with that game where you're pouring a lot of beers for people and then they're sliding the beers back and then you I have to like be game. pouring other beers for people that's what it felt like watching her and uh Selena. if i could live in any video game it would be that one is now is that what you've been playing over there no what it's the guy texting me. Oh, that's I see. CNN, yeah, dude. that's uh, yeah, that's CNN.com. It's not CNN. It's an actual guy who's texting me all this stuff. Go to CNN.com. Don't plug them. Go to CNN. Don't don't plug fake news. Well, why don't you hang on, Ian? Wait. Go to CNN.com slash. Please save me, and get the real news. That's cool. If you go to CNN.com slash, please save me and. Uh, use offer code that chicago news you can actually get the real news stories that they don't publish on their main site yeah it just redirects you to cnn pets so yeah uh so we got a little bit close to romance and then again it was foiled i feel like this keeps happening where our female protagonists kind of fall in love with these guys who are actually doing a bunch of crimes and uh we get so close we get so close to seeing people seal the deal but they all have to be so sexually frustrated but um, maybe I'm just, I don't know, maybe I'm just projecting, but, uh, yeah, it was crazy to see her kind of see that guy and like, know that he isn't who he said he was. And maybe, 
And maybe things aren't quite what they seem. Right, 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 right. And that's kind of the ultimate trick in this episode, if you think about it. Well, the way that that storyline kind of plays out in terms of card form is so you have Sandra Bullock's character, uh, Ms. Boltz. And so she is the queen of hearts. And how mm-hmm. how my, how uh, Edward Alden would tell this story is he'd take the queen of hearts and you'd put it face up and go, well, look at that. Look, look who we have here. But also back in the time, um, what, playing cards then, they didn't have any female characters. So the queen was just kind of like an effeminate, like kind of effeminate. Like, well, it was like a guy playing a girl. Yeah, on the card. Oh, like, it was a different oh, like time. Shakespeare. Yeah, yeah it was like a different time. It was sort of Shakespearean right. time, sort yeah. of like late late 19th yeah, yeah, yeah. century, early 20th century. And who's century. to say yeah. if that's then, right then, or wrong? Yeah, and or... then if like the guys both kissed, even though they were playing women, it would be like really funny because it's like funny. To, it's, it's, funny like funny it's funny for guys to kiss. It's funny but romantic. It's funny for guys to kiss, and that's like why. And it's romantic for girls. And that is an old timey. Um, card game that uh, i would play with my uh kissing cards with my granddad kissing cards where um you would uh where you would each have your stack of cards and you would turn over a card one by one uh, sort of like war and match them up and if you got two male face cards you would uh hold them in your palm and slap them together and then laugh and laugh and laugh i love that laugh i love that good game yeah. So anyway, so you have the Queen of Hearts, and then you have her going out on a date with the oh Seven of Hearts, the the guy. Uh-oh. But when she meets him and he has the mask on, you put the Seven of Clubs directly over the Seven of, oh. of Hearts, and then all of those magicians kind of pitter pattering through. That's um the well his deck of cards had about twelve jokers in it. And so he would just kind of go, Joker, Joker. Wait, what's what? what if there what, were 52 what, cards, what were all the Jokers replacing? The dumb number cards that no one cares oh, about. Oh, like the twos. Yeah. The twos. It, it was no, there were no twos. No threes. No threes. Two fours. A five. And, you know. Oh, please do go on. Okay. So no twos, no threes. That's eight cards. Uh, two fours were up to 10. One five were up to 13. But then here's what happened is he had five fives. Now it was one suit, right? So we're at uh, 18, 18. So you've got 34 left. Oh, and then the rest were normal. Or no, uh, there were five fives because there were 13 jokers. And then there was two eights. Guys, Fun stuff. Yeah, Fun this stuff. is good. Wow. This is probably, yeah, this is, I'm enthralled. Isn't this kind of interesting? Yeah, fun content. And listeners, we did uh, we did cut uh, we, we cut about I was, you 30, had, 40 minutes out I of that. I was really going for a minute. Yeah, we cut 30, I actually 30 have, or 40 minutes out of that description we live of the deck cut of cards. It. Yeah, I we, actually have and you know how uh, you know the fifty two archetypes of any given hero's quest story, um, there are gonna be yeah, thir- your, there are gonna be thirteen jester, joker, divine tricksters. Divine. That sounds divine. Hey, speaking of something that would sound divine, why don't you tell me, Ben, um, me and Ben, what our cards would be if we were cards in oh this deck, God. and then I also say, this. also say which one you are. I just for reference, uh-huh. like in Sex in the City terms, mm-hmm. I'm a Miranda. In Friends oh, terms, wow. I'm a Chandler, and uh, in Transformers terms, I'm a Bumblebee. And in uh, tips and in um, Teletubbies terms, I'm a Lala. Oh, and in girls' terms, I am a Shoshana, but also a Hannah. Oh, okay. That's simple enough. So you... In Pee-wee's big ride terms, I'm a Pee-wee. Do you have anything else? 
So what I would say you are with given all the information in entourage terms, I'm E. That's no one is no one ever picks E. That's actually cool. That's how you know she's telling the truth. Mm-hmm. No one self-identifies as E. No one wants to, but we are all E if you think about it. So in terms of these cards, you would Just probably trying be... to keep it together. Just you know, trying to keep it together, trying to hang out with my hot girlfriend and trying to like have a career and help my best friend soar soar through the echelons of Hollywood stardom and also being short and wearing a lot of suits and taking a lot of slurs from people around me. I'm Johnny Drama, okay? From Entourage, I'm Johnny Drama. I have um, massive amounts of talent uh, that go unrecognized by my friends, my family, uh, my peers, the suits. Giant bananas. And the system. Giant bananas. Giant bananas. You're also a great brother. I'm a great brother. I'm a great friend. Giant bananas. I'm uh, I'm just an all-around, uh, I'm good at literally everything I've ever tried. Yeah. Uh, so I'm basically a Johnny Except Rama. for keeping your big mouth shut. Okay, you know what? Um, you just talked about fucking playing cards for an hour and 15 minutes. So No, I was talking you, about, no, not like about little, you. Daddy's little boy isn't. Daddy's little card, um, card loving boy. This has gotten very hard. I was talking about the character. Do you fuck a deck of cards? I was talking about the character. Yeah, no, I've never yeah, bro, done bro, that. Do you fuck yeah. a deck no of cards. Of that. Do you oh, fucking yeah? shuffle cards all over your dick until you come? No. Unbutton those overalls. You so make a bridge with a deck of cards by shuffling and then stick your stupid little dick into it? No. Unbutton the those overalls, front and back show us what's inside go on do it no. that don't make him do that no. come on we're in an arby's bathroom no. come on he's wearing like th- four sets of he's hey. wearing like four pairs of overalls hey 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 wait that is another pair of overalls under these i don't want no don't wait, snap uh, snap snap no hey there's another pair of overalls under that second pair of overalls no. wait a card just fell out of his pocket no no hey. no wait that card didn't no. fall out of his pocket it it came off of his skin. Wait, wait, his skin hey. is. Gone. Hey, hang on. This guy's made of. Whoa! Oh, God! It's like a. Oh, it's like a. It's like a camel. Put it back on. Okay. Okay. Put it back on. Put it back on. Put it back on. Now you know. Now you know my secret. I'm like the boogeyman from Nightmare Before Christmas. I'm covered in overalls, but when you take the overalls off, I'm actually just a bunch of playing cards underneath. Are you happy now? Was this good I am for you? So happy. So happy. Um, I think that's probably enough episode talk if we want to... Yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, like we said, um, not a lot of plot. There was, you know, it was mostly sort of um, close-ups of magic tricks. But it was um, really good. There was, yeah, there was basically just a quick breakdown. There was a murder, um, a lot of close-ups of um, magic tricks, uh, and then there was sort of a suspect roundup, kind of a stuff them in the police van, Yep. and a little bit of romance Do you guys to, mind if uh, I ask, close it out. What was your favorite quote from the sh- episode? Favorite quote from the uh, episode. And do it, give it a little heat. Listen, fellas, you can free your hands, but you'll never free your souls from what you've done. Wow, that was really good. Yeah, um, mine was probably uh, 
um, Samantha in the beginning was like inviting that guy into her apartment and she said, well, why don't we make some magic? And it's like so funny because then like you're at the time you're like, that's a crazy line. But then later on you find out he's a magician who killed the guy and you're like, oh my God. And it's like one of those things that you don't get unless you're like really smart and really paying attention and you're like well-versed in pop culture and like reading vulture.com and like keeping up on like a structure of TV and keeping up on like how many jokes per minute a show should have and things like that. Yeah, and when she said that line, why don't we make some magic? I was, I, it is a crazy line. It's I, a I home like, run line. I was like mind blown, Ugh. you know? I facepalmed. Uh, I, I facepalmed when I figured it out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, my favorite yellow song is... Which was at the is, very end of the episode was when I figured it out. Yeah, yeah. My favorite yellow song is Strange Magic, and it was really cool that they played it like as they were walking up to her apartment. Strange like Strange Magic. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. Strange magic. Oh, I don't know. Strange magic. One time I was uh, at this cafe in St. Louis, and that song was just like playing on the radio there. And there were maybe like mm, seven of us there, and we were all like waiting in line to like get our coffee, and it started playing, and everybody started like humming it under really? their breath and everybody knew it and everybody's like really into it. And then like we all like gained confidence and we all started like singing along with the song, like a bunch of strangers. That's like, that never happened. It was straight out of a fucking musical. It was so beautiful. I was so happy. Sounds uh, like the straight, that sounds like kind of what the song might be. About. Yeah. That might be what the song is about. Uh, sounds to me like you got improv everywhere. <laughs> I, my no. favorite quote, can I just kind of do my favorite quote? Yeah. Yeah. So at the beginning, when Chalamet was walking up, there was that kind of the the big street, kind of like the Chicago, the Bourbon Street equivalent. Yeah, Chicago Boulevard. Yeah, and um, there were all the different street magicians doing all of their tricks to like the uh, like the huge crowds that were rubbing through, and Chalamet was just going up to each single one, and he was just like, "No, no, this sucks, yo, this sucks, yo." You know, magic tricks kind of do a poof. Well, I'm looking at a bunch of goofs. More like Timothy Shall Yummy. Uh, Timothy Shall I Might. Timothy Shall I May. Well, I'm hoping he's on another episode uh, and we get a little bit of that Timothy Shall I May. Timothy Shall I May. Uh, shall I May I take you out for a nice cup of Chicago Shower? <laughs> Chicago Shower. Wait, more like Timothy. Shall I? May I take you out for, for a cuppa, <laughs> Chicago yeah. chowder at Soligans? Well, folks, I think it's just about time for us to get to a, our special segment for this uh, fine day, this fine Chicago summer's day, or whenever you might be listening to this. This will stay up uh, in perpetuity. Uh, so, as long as we have the rights. Absolutely. As long as we have the rights, uh, and we do current, we are currently um, paying out a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot of intellectual property uh royalties so we could get the rights for this taken away from us at any time so make sure you download these um yeah and save them save them to your hard drives put them on your iclouds put them wherever you keep put them on the dark web 
We already keep, they are hosted on the dark oh, web already. Okay. That's no, a different no, thing. Sorry. And if you are like really smart with computers, you'll be able to find it in a way that isn't like on iTunes or Podbean or wherever your podcasts are sold. Real hero heads can get the unedited raw footage of these. The footage. Un, these, un, the unedited raw footage of these episodes. Yeah. That we we uh, tape these too. We film them. We film all them. These, well, um, I can see why you wouldn't release the footage to the public because the, the, this Arby's bathroom. Is there a secret passageway in this Arby's bathroom to a, like a oh my god is this like a basement underneath the Arby's no it's a secret portal to a magical land yeah um I have a feeling that we shouldn't go through there there's I, a wizard was, and a I, badger yeah. in there yeah, wait I, it says hashtag Arby's gate right above this little door wait yeah. wait there's a talking badger yeah this is the Chicago uh, Arby's gate and um, I actually have been into this Arby's before, and you don't want to go through that portal. Sarah and I went down there once, and it, it was sucked. Yeah, it, it was just like sucked. a. It was all these like um, sort of uh, wannabe street magicians. Um, a lot of the guys that were in this episode um, playing the kind of old timers in the guild uh, were um, down there. It's you know, nice to see Sam Elliott getting work. Yeah, sort of hanging out. Um, there, yeah, there was Sam Elliott was down there. Sam Waterston. Sam. Um, Uncle Sam. Uncle Sam was down there. Sam the Toucan. Sam Gamgee. Sam I Am was down there. Uh, I Am Sam was down there. Yeah. Um, not Sean Penn, but um, I Am Sam was down there. Sam uh, Penn was down there. Yeah. Yep. Anyway. Nasty place. Yeah. Nasty, nasty Sam business. Sam from Sex in the City was down there, and she was giving them all blowies and Whoa. letting them all do May, stuff to her. Mm. Yeah, uh, she was playing a real game of suck, fuck, marry down there, and uh, a lot of those, she was all out of Mary. I can tell yeah, you that yeah, much. Yeah, she was sucking and fucking, baby. <laughs> Anyway, uh, it's time for our special segment. Um, so this is a little game uh, that is one of my favorites, uh, and I'm um, really excited for us to play it. Uh, so this is a game called uh, Walrus. And um, do it. And, of course, that is the Walrus theme song. Uh, you all know it, and I hope that you sang along. Uh, Walrus is a game um, that's a little bit like uh, existential rock, paper, scissors. So the way that we're going to play this game is that one person, uh, and Sarah will be going first, is going to just say a noun. Okay? That's Can it. I get a suggestion of anything at all? Ian, why don't you go ahead and give her a suggestion of hmm. anything at all? Anything? It needs to be a noun. That's a person, place, or thing. Or an idea. Real or make-believe. Could be an idea. The things of the mind. Um, oh, geez. Uh, and as soon as you give her that word, I will go over the rules. Okay. Um, oh. One uh, of the rules is we have to get the mm, suggestion anything? before I go over the rules. Anything? Anything. Uh, microphone? Great. Excellent suggestion. And so Wait, that, that's kind of random. And so the way that this suggestion works, I guess that Ian's brain is just like that. He's probably the weirdest person I know. He, so, so twisted like the Joker. Spork. Sorry. Bake? Uh, my, I love bacon. Uh, I'm sorry. Ian, microphone is locked in. We actually have... Uh, locked and loaded. Microphone locked in, locked and loaded into the uh, the Wally, which is we call our which is what we call our walrus machine right here. Uh, I, 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 I,
<laughs> we are going off the rails on this crazy game. So what is going to happen <laughs> after... <laughs> this is a little something that in improv they call group mind, mind, mind. <laughs> So what's going to happen after Sarah says her word uh, microphone is we're going to play a real quick game, a walrus, where she says her word, and then I have to say a word that beats that, like rock, paper, scissors. So I'll say something that beats microphone, and then Ian has to say something that beats my word, Sarah has to say something that beats Ian's word, and we go around. Microphone. Megaphone. Oh, shoot. Um, Somebody beats a megaphone. A a gigaphone. And if you're... uh... Okay, um, bullhorn. Uh, riding a untamed bull for six point seven seconds in a rodeo. Yeehaw! I'm gonna say, what was yours? Riding an untamed bull for six point seven seconds in a rodeo. I'm gonna say, uh, riding the bus with my sister, a novel. Riding the bus with your sister, a novel. Oh, that's the name. That's of the, the name. Of that's the, the name book, of the novel. Yeah. yeah. Great book, love it. Read it hundred times. Um, what was your favorite quote? Wrote from the, the book? Cliff's Notes for that book. Really? Yeah, my favorite quote from uh, that novel. Mm-hmm. Um, and what? What? And if you can remind me, what brother, it's about. brother, don't throw me off the bus. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, last line of the novel. Great game, guys. Is that uh, the end? Wait, of the, wait, wait, end wait, the game? Wait, decibel. That's a bull. Decibel. 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 <laughs> Decibel. Hey, boo boo. Decibel. Hey, boo boo. Oh, Decibel is your word that beats uh, riding the bus with one's sister. The novel. novel. The novel. Yep. Yeah. Decibel. Uh, yeah. I would say in response to uh, Decibel, it's fun and it's funny when I hang out with my friends. I think that we would make a really good podcast. <laughs> That's what beats Decibel? Yeah. It's fun and it's funny when I hang out with my friends. I think we would make a really good podcast. Oh, I have something that beats that. That podcast. Because that's just like the idea of doing it. Okay, I have something that beats that. Um, oh my gosh, my workplace is so weird and everybody isn't so weird. It would be funny to do, it's like the office. Like my coworkers are so weird and it would be like they're all like characters from the office. Oh. Wait, like, sorry for pausing the game. Really? Yeah, they're Whoa. so weird. Yeah, they're so weird and they're so quirky that's and like awesome. Yeah, and like our boss is incompetent but hasn't been fired, and it's so weird and it's so quirky. Whoa. And like, if there were a TV show about us, it would be really funny and not <laughs> stupid. That's awesome. I'm pausing the game, but the, seriously, I'm um, pause again. That's awesome. I'm pause. Game over, bitch. Aye, 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 aye. Aye. And for our penultimate game of the episode so there's this game and then one more game uh for our penultimate segment of the episode oh, okay. uh we are going to uh take a penultimate little... and teller just a little magic penultimate Pen- and teller i hardly penultimate and knower we're going to take a little trip into uh the land of counting uh and we are going to <laughs> Count up. One. Uh, 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 uh. Two. Uh, 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 uh
Hey, Hero Heads, it's the Rescue Report, my favorite segment of uh, every show. This is where we count up all the people that were saved as a result of our hero's fine work. And uh, I got to say, uh, not a lot of lives on the line this episode, but I feel like a lot of lives were saved like spiritually, metaphorically, including our hero, Samantha Boltz, and our other hero, Serena Sanchez, who was right there as her right-hand woman. And Chalamet. Or wait, no, never mind. He died right in the beginning. No, he is uh, a body hitting the floor in this episode, unfortunately. Ooh, ah, ah, ah. But uh, Samantha Boltz, of course, was saved from a proverbial bad romance, and we had... That would be uh, a good time to cue in Lady Gaga's bad romance. Hey, uh, Daddy's a Little Rich Boy? Don't tell Ben how to edit his episode, okay? Listen, if you want to make your own podcast about playing cards or whatever Maybe the I will. fuck... Okay, do it. Maybe I will. Do it. Do what it. What network are you guys on? Head come, head come, <laughs> head come. Oh, I think yeah, I'm we're on that. the head come network. Uh, we are on the head come network. Um, you know that your vagina can come, and you know that your penis can come, but did you know that your head can come? Well, that's what happens to your head when you listen to Please Save Me, because this show is a mind freak, buddies and babies. So every time that you listen to it. <laughs> Find your mind, find your mind, harnessing the power of a thousand sneezes within itself, and uh, don't blow up. Anyway, yeah, some um, buddies and babies. <laughs> the two kinds. There are two kinds of people in this world: buddies, buddies and, and babies. babies. So yeah, we had Samantha Boltz got saved, a lot of spiritual, metaphorical um, yeah. savings, and then we had that. Um, of course, we uh, of course we had that uh, one shot of uh, Chicago Tower uh, that was about to topple, and there was the firefighters pulled up, and yep. they pushed up their extra long ladder, and there was um, a big long human chain of uh, sort of worker worker bees, worker bodies, yep. uh, like a barrel of monkeys, yeah, holding their <laughs> holding their. Um, holding each other and kind of saving each other um, out of that tower. There's about 200 people. Yeah, 200 um, people saved. Yep, and the uh, firefighters took them down one by one. Uh, the ants go marching. Yeah, nice lo- nice oh, little... My um, favorite Dave Matthews band song. Nice little segment right in the middle of the episode there. Unrelated to the rest of the episode, by, <laughs> by plot. Um, yeah, just a C plot. But thematically, I would say it was linked. Yeah. Yeah, these guys are all kind of linked intrinsically if you think about it. Yeah, especially I mean, by the fact that they all the they went to Soligans afterwards for a cup of Chicago shout, shouter and Yeah, they all swilled a cup of that Chicago shouter. Um, they opened up the annex, the Soligans annex so that they could fit all 250 of those uh, worker bees in there. Yeah. Um, they had cup cuppas for everyone, <laughs> and, um, and a nice cold pint. Yeah, and that's an old, ma- I mean, an old style in a frosted mug. Yeah, um, that and Chicago feeling. People sometimes call cooking a culinary science, uh, but Who, when food's especially especially delicious, uh, you might call it culinary magic. So I would say oh, that okay. it really is linked. Yep. Oh. And of course, we almost forgot there were uh, three more lives saved. Three more lives saved tonight. Us. us all of us even you ian even you there's still hope and if you think about it the legacy of your great grandfather edward alden is being saved every single time one of these episodes airs
Well, uh, Ian, Sarah, uh, that just about brings us to the... The penultimate. We've finished the penultimate segment. Oh, okay. A lot of people... Um, Actually, uh, a lot of people don't know this, um, but penultimate actually means second to last, not last. Mm. A lot of people get confused about it just because it has the word ultimate in it. They kind of think it's the most, but actually the pen part is really important. Every part of a word is important. So now we're on the... Oh, wow. Did you go to college? Did you figure that out? So now we're on the ultimate and teller segment. (laughs) (laughs) Next week on. Yes. Uh, Now... uh, very, very excited. So excited. This week, we actually got to see yes, the yes, next yes, week on. Yes, yes, yes. Oh, my gosh. And it's so, it's so cool. It's so cool. It's um, uh, 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 it's steamy. It's sexy. It's um, drama-filled. And I, I saw... Big, there, bold, beautiful. Hey! Hey! Excuse me. Excuse me. They have a line of people needing to go to the bathroom? Um... Uh, we're busy in here. I know that. I have ears. I can hear you. We're walking in here. We're walking oh, in here. What's in there? It sounds like shit. It's walking. We're, we're walking in we're here. We're walking in here. Look at you guys. Is this really how you treat someone in the service industry? Just because I don't work on your fancy dancy little gentrified restaurant? Listen, guys. Listen. Okay. Oh, you're just going to cut me off? No, no, no. I'm just saying off? we're going to get it. We'll get out. Holy we get it. Yeah, we'll come on out. We'll we'll come out. Hey, Ian, um, we gotta yeah, we gotta up? go, man. Uh, yeah, we gotta go. We're not allowed to record in here. <sighs> ben, um, can you help me carry some of this stuff? Yeah, P- pick up some of those cards. I think that's his uh balls. <sighs> Sixty nine card pickup, more like. Smells like courage. Yeah. Ha!